0: All right, let's turn to Acts chapter 20. We'll start there, Acts chapter 20, and I'll read verses 1 through 6, Acts chapter 20. (coughs) 1 through 6 says this, Acts 20, verse 1, And after the uproar was ceased, Paul called unto him the disciples, and embraced them, and departed for to go into Macedonia. And when he had gone over those parts, and had given them much exhortation, he came into Greece. And there abode three months. And when the Jews laid wait for him, as he was about to sail into Syria, he purposed to return through Macedonia. And there accompanied him into Asia, Sopatar of Berea, and of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus and Secundus, and Gaius of Derby, and Timotheus and of Asia, Decaicus and Trophimus. There going before tarried for us at Troas, And we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came unto them to Troas in five days where we abode seven days. Let's pray again. Father, again, we just thank you for your goodness and grace. And Lord, we're glad that the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood of the Lamb, (laughs) is still sufficient. It's uh, still sufficient to save uh, and cleanse the darkest soul. (laughs) It's still sufficient, Lord, that we can claim it. Uh, Lord, as we pray with uh, various uh, needs in our life and things that be going on, Lord, I'm glad that we can claim the blood of Jesus Christ tonight. And we claim it right now. Lord, we claim it on behalf of uh, uh, those that are sick among us. Lord, we pray, uh, (coughs) claim it on behalf of those that we've witnessed to. We think of our lost loved ones. Lord, we claim it on (coughs) their behalf. Lord, we claim it on behalf of uh, perhaps (coughs) believers, Uh, Lord, that have uh, backslid. Lord, that you'd work in their hearts. Lord, we claim it on behalf of the church, Lord, that you'd help us uh, uh, to grow and be faithful. And Lord, I do pray that you'd help each one tonight, Lord, uh, be with those that are going to be traveling. We think of Sister Judy. Lord, uh, please touch her, her back and help her as she's going to be traveling, work out the details for her ride, Sister Myers as she's going up to Canada, and Lord, we do pray for her husband, I mean, her her, her brother, uh, dear God, that uh, his salvation, if he is saved, that she get that cleared, if he's not, that he'd see his need for salvation, so, Lord, uh, please use Sister Myers as she goes to be a witness uh, there. Lord, we think of Donald tonight. Lord, please work in his life and help him with what's going on in his life. And Deborah with her high blood pressure. We think of Sister Pam's uh, mother. Lord, uh, please help her. Lord, we think of Sister Diane tonight. Lord, please uh, give uh, guidance there and touch her and Sister Sarah and Brother Cannon. Lord, just so many among us, Lord, the great need. Uh, in our church, dear God, but we, we've we learned to lean on Thee. We've learned to trust Thee. Lord, we rest in Your faithfulness. We rest in the promises of Your Word. Again, in the power of the name of Jesus, in the power of the blood. Now help us now, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, as we uh, look here, notice verse 4, and it says this, And they accompanied him, talking about Paul, into Asia, Sopatar of Berea, and of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus, and Secundus, and uh, Gaius of Derby and Timotheus, and of Asia, Tychicus and Trophimus. And uh, what I am going to talk about tonight is relationships. As I mentioned before, and I mentioned often about Paul, he was an effective team builder, and he was an effective uh, 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 team builder because he was an effective relationship builder. So I want to look at that. He was an effective relationship builder and everywhere he went, he made relationships with people. That's how he built the teams. As we think about relationships, we we know that relationships are a major part of life. I mean, right? we're all glad that we have uh, different relationships and it's hard to have a fulfilling life. It's hard to have a fulfilling life without good, strong, uh, fulfilling relationships. So important relationships include, the, of course, the salvation relationships, the most important relationship, right, knowing that we've been saved. And then, of course, uh, the marital relationship. And then, of course, the parental relationship, the work relationship, the church relationship, the relationship we have among one another's believers. And, of course, uh, the relationships we have through friendships. And so good relationships are foundational of a life, right? Of a life well lived. We all want to have a good life. Well, part of that is having good relationships. Why? Because relationships were, as humans, were relational uh, beings, some more than others, right? Uh, even those that say, well, you know, I'm not really a people person. I like to stay in my cubicle. Well, hey, I guarantee you they like to have relationships to some degree. So as uh, God uh, Uh, right? He made us uh, relational. And so we're designed to connect, right? And so life is truly fulfilling, again, in the context, right, of relationships. And Christians, of course, should be good relationship builders, right? Because, you know, we think of witnessing to people and being being a witness and reaching out to people. Well, we should know how to connect with people and build relationships with others so we can be a witness to them. And, of course, again, among church members, to have a strong church, well, the church members need to have strong relationships with one another. And good, strong relationships among church members could take even a good church to even greater and higher levels by having a strong-knit church, right? The Bible talks about their hearts being knit together in love, having that close relationship. Right. I hope our closest relationships, right, are among uh, some of those are among people uh, in the churches. The way it should be, and so uh, I like the saying. People like to go along with those they get along with. So hey, right, we're going along in service of the Lord. So we need to uh, get a get along with, if you will. And so we let's look at some thoughts of how we can develop people skills and again connect with others. Something I emphasize a lot. Well, part of being able to do that is, well, we gotta be able to gotta be able to use our, our head, gotta be able to use our heart, and we gotta be willing to extend our hand uh, to do that. Proverbs 1824 says this. I guarantee you somebody can quote that one now. That's a pretty well-known verse. Who can quote Proverbs 1844? At least the first part of it. Right. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And of course, the second part is that there is a friend that sticketh close to the brother. Amen. Jesus. But the first part of that, again, is a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And so that that extends into the thought we could say, add this, a man that has good relationships must show himself a relationship maker. Same same thought there, right? You want to have friends? Well, you got to be able to uh, connect with people and build a relationship with them. And so part of that, right, we need to learn how to take time. And again, it does take time to build relationships, take time to understand uh, people, understand what matters to people and what motivates or encourages uh, them so we can be a blessing to them. i tell you, I, I meet new people always, you know, ask them what are their dreams are and stuff. I like to hear people's uh, uh, stories. I think I mentioned about a man I met the other day and he, uh he got to tell me about his, his father and just how much respect he had for his father. And I just, man, I was just, uh, he told me a little bit about it. And I said, man, hey, let's get together and have coffee. I'd like to just hear more about uh, 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 your father. That was a, a, a blessing. But being interested, have a sincere interest in people and building relationships with them. So we need to learn how to take time to ask people questions and then listen Uh, as they they answer that's my thing i I always say that man i think i need to work on is being a better listener that's i say that every if i ever have new year's revolution that's probably one i put out there every year and of course having a heart to treat people as individuals and show people you care right and then of course when we help uh, meet people's needs they're more likely to respond back so as we go through life, think about it this way. As I, go through, I want to go through life with my head, so to speak. I want to go through my life thinking about others, right? I want to go through life with my heart, caring about others. I want to go uh, through life with my hand, reaching out to others, right? <coughs> Always be the first uh, to engage. A lot of times people wait for people to walk up to them. And people that wait for people to walk up to them... Don't meet many people, right? I always go out. Listen, I go to, I go to places. You know, of course, you know, in, in church I go around here. But hey, I go to a church. I don't know anybody. Listen, I just, I just walk in. I don't walk in a, even, a, even a church I've never been to. I don't just walk in and sit down. I walk in. And I just start walking around and uh, walk up to people, and start shaking their hand, and introducing myself to them. And uh, so, you know, if I tried to sit in a church and be still before it started, I don't think I could do it. Right? I got to go. I got to go up and uh, 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 meet people. You know. You know. I remember I, I used to walk in, walk into stores, and I would just walk in. When I was younger, you know, if I had time, I would just walk in and start helping people. And they'd say, oh, how long you worked here? i said, say, oh, I don't work here. Actually, I came in to get something, but <laughs> I just, you know, thought I'd come up and, and, uh, and, and help you and start helping people, right? That's, a, that's just, a, to me, that's a, a fun way to be. And if we do that, life will be more blessed, right? Connections will be deeper and more meaningful and have a greater impact, right? If we're thinking about others, caring about others, and reaching out to others. <laughs> That's why, you know, the name of my ministry when I was a missionary always had to be others, whatever I was doing, right? When I was a missionary to the Roma, which are the gypsies, right? The name of my ministry was Others. Outreach to Help, European Roma Society, spelled others. When, then when I left there and I was going to different areas, it's still spelled others. Outreach to help, evangelize, recruit, strengthen. It's still spelled uh, others. That's why Matthew 20, 28 is my life verse, right? Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Christ Jesus came to the earth for others. He established the church on earth for others. And he leaves us here for others, right? Relationships. And so uh, turn over to, we're going to go through this quickly, but if you turn over to Romans 12, Romans 12, and look at those verses, uh, Paul, right? Uh, again, let me go back to, if, if you look at verse 4 there, uh, 20 Acts 20, verse 4, what I meant to emphasize, and I emphasized this before, when you go through that verse, right? And it talks about those that accompanied him. I've used this verse before. It says, of Berea, of Derbe, of uh, uh, Thessalonica, right? Because when he went to all these places, he built relationships. And so those people wanted to hang out with Paul because he built relationships wherever he, wherever he went. And so, you know, people say, oh, you know, I'll be talking to somebody and they'll be talking about. Uh, uh, matter of fact, somebody called me this afternoon and they were talking about some country. I said, oh, yeah, I know some people there. And they'll tell me, I said, I know people there. So why? Well, because everywhere I go, I tried to build a relationship. And that's where Paul was. Wherever he went, he tried to build a relationship with somebody. So, so we turn over to Romans 12. We see here Paul gave us some pretty good instruct, a pretty good instruction list, right, to help us with relationships. So we'll go through these verses quickly, but these would be good verses. We'll go through them quickly here, but good verses to go back and study on having good relationships, right? Beginning of verse 9. Now, even even the headline in my Bible says, the marks of a true Christian. Well, one of the marks of a good Christian is... Right. Being a relationship maker, being a relationship builder. And so let us look at these verses. Verse nine. Right. You want to have a good relationship. You want to be a good Christian. Right. Let love be without dissimulation. Right. That means uh, uh, let it be real. Let it be genuine. Let it be sincere. Right. Right. Don't just uh, uh, go with people because you think that's what you're supposed to do as a Christian, but have a sincere love and concern for people, right? People can tell uh, if you're real when you meet them. Say, Lord, as I go out, Lord, as I interact with people, I want people to know that I really care about them, that I'm really uh, uh, concerned about them. And uh, somebody asked me uh, a couple of months ago, I was talking to somebody. He said, "Hey, you know, you ask people, you know, how they're how they're doing. When you leave them, do you really care?" I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, you do?" <laughs> I said, "Yes, of course I do. I'm not, you know, I know we just say that lightly, but hey, we should really care." So it says, "Let your love be without dissimulation in your relationship." Right? I want to really. Uh, 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 love people and have a heart for people. I want my concern for people to be genuine and sincere. And then notice the second half says, Abhor that which is evil. Right? Hey, Listen. If you care about people, you're going to hate that which is evil, that which is wrong, right? You're not going to want that in your life. You're not going to want that in relationship, and you're going to want to help them in their relationship, be right? But I like the, the, this definition of the word abhor evil. And your boy, uh, young people, think about this definition right here when it says abhor evil. It doesn't mean just, it means hate, but it also means this. It means to detest with horror. When you think of that, that's you think of something that scares you, right? Right? Oh, man. Detest with horror. That's how we should feel about evil. That's how we should feel about sin. We should detest it with horror. Like, oh, no. That's how we should feel about it. Right? And cleave to that which is good. Verse 10. Be kindly affection one toward another with brotherly love. Right? Listen. Now, we know as believers... We're supposed to love each other with brotherly love, the love that comes from the Lord. But listen, we can extend that love even to people uh, uh, that may not be saved. They can't extend it to us because they're not saved. But that doesn't mean we can't extend it to them and trying to make a connection with them. Right. In honor, preferring one another. Right. Right. Uh, Listen, when you're going out trying to help somebody, prefer one another, you know, I think of, uh, you know, sometimes you're standing at the door. That's What's that mean? You know, oh, you go first. Oh, no, you go first. Please, I insist, right? Having that type of heart, right? (laughs) Uh, Trying uh, to put people above yourself. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Hey, listen, uh, meeting people and saying, hey, what's your name again? I'd like to put you on my prayer list. And if you may say you're going to put somebody on your prayer list, put somebody on your prayer list. You know, uh, I can't think of how many years ago it's been now, five, six, maybe longer. When my, Anyways, when my brother uh, Dave came here and he was living with us and I took him to Sprint, he was wanting to get a phone or whatever, and I got talking to two workers there. I got witnessing to them and they weren't saved. Right, and I said, "Listen, I said, will you, guys, will you give me? I asked him will you give me your business card? I want to put you on my prayer list, and I'm going to be praying for you to get saved." And you know what? They're still on my prayer list. I don't know if they've gotten saved. But I still I still pray for them to this day. I promised I would pray for them. You say, oh, well, they were just so working. You probably never see them again. That's okay. God will see them again. God knows what's going on in their life. Do I know they got, I don't know if they've gotten saved. So you know what? Here I am six, seven years later, whatever it is. I still pray for them regularly that they would get saved. Just somebody who gave me their card at, at, at Sprint. Listen, and so don't say that unless you're going to do it. But if you do it, hey, continually <laughs> pray for them. You know, uh, see, I need their card so I can write it down. Brother Crab, man, he just remembered everybody's name. You know, I remember one time I was walking with him and he was over visiting me in Bulgaria, and we're walking down the street, and this guy that I sort of knew, right, I happened to run into him, and I said, uh, "Hey, uh, Brother Crab, this is Ivan." Uh, you know, da da da. You know, then we went on. I bet it was a year and a half later. I'm talking to Brother Crab on the phone. He said, "How's Ivan doing?" I'm going, "Who?" You know, <laughs> i I didn't put that guy in my prayer list, right? <laughs> and, uh, uh, he's like, well, hey, if you run into him again, tell him I'm uh, still praying for him. Amen. That's how he was. And that's a good way. I mean, what a wonderful thing to run into people at times later and say, listen, it's been a while since we saw each other. But I know it might be a while since I saw you, but it's not a while since I prayed for you. That's a wonderful thing <laughs> to be able to. Uh, say for people. We see there in verse 12, instant, continuing, instant in prayer. And then verse 13, distributing to the necessity of the saints, given to hospitality. Well, that's how we can help build strong relationships in the, uh, in, in, among the believers, because it's talking about the saints there, people in the church, right? Uh, distributing, that means being a partaker of helping meet the needs of one another. And uh, that's one thing I'm glad about. I feel that our church is really good at is help taking care of one another when somebody has a need. Given to hospitality. That's a big thing that we need to do as believers. That word hospitality means being a friend to strangers and sometimes being a friend to the strange. You might right, as well, right? Being a friend. I mean, if you're going to be my friend, you're going to have to be a friend of the strange, not just the strangers, right? But it means this, to receive or entertain a guest Without reward, and that's the key. Without reward, not doing it like you know, but hey, just because you want to be a blessing to me. And notice that word it says, given to hospitality. You know what that means to pursue with repeated acts. That means, hey, having a heart for ho- uh, hospitality, looking for somebody uh, uh, to invite over, man. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, Ari and Amy are, are, are good at that you know even my brother's been here something like that you know ask my brother hey Dave you coming over oh well no the Canes uh, the already invited us over my brother Joel I, I can't remember a few weeks ago whatever it was uh, he was here and I, I invited him for lunch he said no they've already invited him over and I'm like would you guys ask me first please I mean they're my brothers all right I mean come on come on but you know that's that's a blessing or uh, how many times uh, I see when, like, like, if Zach's here or somebody else comes in here, David or James will go over and sit with them? I mean... That's what we're talking about, right? That's a, can be a form of looking to be a blessing. That's really what hospitality is out. Whether you're inviting them to the house, whether you're inviting out for lunch, you know, to go somewhere for lunch, or whether you're just a man focusing on them while they're here, that's a wonderful thing to do in building relationships. And then, of course, it's telling you how to deal with things. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse night. That word "bless" means to pray for their welfare, and that God would touch their heart. Verse 15, rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Boy, that's, that's another thing I believe our church has got. Well, we, we're excited when we hear something, amen. Oh, wow, brother uh, just graduated. Wow, sister just got a promotion. Hey, this just happened in her life, man. We like to rejoice with that. And then, of course, we've had other things happen in the church, right? And there was cause for weeping. And I'm glad that I can say that people in this church, as far as hey, if we knew about it, We tried to make sure that they did not weep alone. And that was the right thing to do in our relationship with one another. (laughs) Quickly, verse 16. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high high things, but condescend to men of low estate. That word condescend means humble yourself to have relationships, right, with those that might be, quote, unquote, uh, below you, right, going out. Uh, uh, Listen, uh, you know, I've I've had the privilege to I mean, you know, I've ate with, you know, I know what it is, wealthy people and people in the high society and all that stuff. I do not fit in. I do not fit in. I would but I tell you what, I did fit in with the gypsy. I remember the first time I went to a country club, I had a friend. He was from a wealthy family, you know. He was the quarterback of the team. He was the good guy he came from. Of course, he came from a wealthy family. And, you know, I was a kid from the street, and and one, they let me live with him one summer, you know. I didn't have a place to live. They let me live with him one summer. <laughs> they took me to the country club. Man, they were like, Jeff, you can't do that. My friend, he kept saying, Jeff, you can't do that. Jeff, stop that. No, Jeff, you can't order that, you know. I, listen, I've never been to a place like this, you know. This is different from McDonald's, you know. But, uh, hey, you know, but, hey, listen, even though I was that way, they, you know, we're willing to be a blessing to me and help me. And we should be willing uh, to do that for others. Notice here, verse 17. Boy, I'm just going through this quickly, but you should take this throughout this week and, and 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 go down through this list and say, Lord, help me to work on my and be better at relationship connecting and building. Verse 17, recompense no man for evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all Man, a good thing about being uh, sincere with people. And in verse 18, look at this one. If it be possible, I'm glad. You know what? I'm so glad the Lord put this verse in, in the Bible. Because look what it says. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Knows that if it be possible as much as you know why, because even the Lord knows the reality is that some people are just impossible. I mean, even the Lord had to admit it. Come on. Even the Lord had to admit that some people are just impossible. So he said, right. I mean, you know, we we, we've all we met them. We might be one of them. I don't know. I'll leave that part alone. Right. It was not one person came into my mind when I said that. Not one person. Three or four did, but not one person. Just joking. Just joking. I'm moving on. But listen, the reality is some people are just impossible. But if a relationship cannot be established, know that you made your best ever. Remember, here's where people get messed up. We, you know, we, we work so hard. Right. And we focus so much on how people treat us. And that's why we're up and down and in and out all the time. My job is not to make sure people have a right relationship with me. I want them to, but my focus is making sure I have a right relationship with people. And if I've, my focus is making sure I have a right relationship with people, then you know what? No matter how they react, no matter how they do, you know what? Then I can be consistent. Consistent. Because, hey, listen, I know I made that effort. They can say what they want about me. They can think what they want about me. They can rumor about me, whatever they are. But if I know it with a pure heart, I did my best in trying to maintain that relationship, then, hey, I can keep moving. Whether they choose to have a right relationship or whatever they want with me, I know when I had contact with them, I had a desire to help them. I had a desire to care for them. I had a desire to do for them. Again, that's why the Lord, right? He's consistent. God has the, the right relationship with everybody in the world. What's the problem? Not everybody has the right relationship with him, but he has the right relationship with everybody. You want to be like God? Well, hey, listen, you want everybody to have a right relationship with you, but whether they do or not, you can still have a right relationship with them because you know you did your best in your effort towards them. Verse 19, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves. Here it is, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Listen. You did your best. People still going to do this and people are still going to do that. Listen, turn that over to the Lord, right? You, you got you to learn to lean like that song says, but you also got to learn to let go. Amen. <laughs> and not let that, that situation bother you if you know that you tried your best. That's why verse 20 says, Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. You see, listen, no military treats their prisoners of war overall like Americans. Right. Because, right. We were founded upon biblical. Practice. That's why we, we treat we, we treat our, our POWs decent, you know, compared to a lot of uh, uh, other people Thine enemy hunger feed him. If he thirst, give him drink for in so doing thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. There's different thoughts concerning this verse, but I believe the main thought is your actions perhaps will cause them to regret the way they treated you. In other words, those things you're putting on their head, what does coal do? It's heat, it melts, will hopefully melt their heart and make them regret the way they treated you. And then verse 21, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So you can go through these verses and you can find some good guidance on having right relationships with uh, people around you and people in the church. These verses teach us to exercise Christian grace in our relationships with others. Our actions and reactions to others show our Christian character. Our Christian character has much to do what? Our convictions and the Christian grace we show, right, will, will affect our contact with others. It'll affect our conduct with others and it'll affect our concern for others. And that's what we want. And our desire to have be a relationship maker and builder. So as we finish up, we should often reflect on how we treat people, people we work with, people we worship with. Visitors, when they come in that door, right, don't wait for them. Hey, be quick to extend the hand. Be quick to extend the heart with people that walk through that door. People in our family. So think about this. We ask this question as we finish up. Think about your relationships. Where do we need to improve in our relationships, our relationship making, our relationship building? Are our motives pure in our relationships, Are we trustworthy in our relationships? Do we do our best to honor others? Is there any action we need to take to be better at building relationships? Said about Paul, and of this place, this person, and of this place. It's mentioned several places, right? And boy, people from all over wanted to be with him because wherever he went, right? He was a team builder, but he was a good team builder because he was a good relationship maker and a good relationship builder. And as Christians, that should be a desire of ours. Let's pray.